Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, I'm your boy, Stevie Jobber. And it's your boy, Dangerous Duke. And welcome back to the Dangerous Jobbers podcast, putting wrestling over one podcast at a time. You know this. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, we are here today uh, in mourning of the original black and gold NXT. Uh, and we're here to provide you with a, a special edition pod about who we feel should be in the NXT Hall of Fame. Um, this is kind of a bittersweet thing. It's good in the sense of we get to acknowledge those great NXT, NXT stars that came up that had a great run in NXT. But damn, man, it just sucks that we got to do this on the heels of NXT 2.0. Cause we um, know how great this is going. Yeah, man. Uh, well, let's, we'll, we're doing it as a protest. Let's do, let's say that yeah. in protest of NXT 2.0, we will give our NXT hall of fame because we still remember uh, who mm-hmm. was important in building the ground that these, these young whippersnappers walk on. Yes. Um, so we're going to do, we're going to each give 10. Um, we were going to do five, but it's just so easy to pick five people to go into an NXT hall of fame off the top of your head. So we're going to go with 10. Um, and we put some subs in there just to, just cause we know how easy it is. Um, but we're going to, we're going to stick to 10. Um, and you guys give us feedback on if there's somebody you would want to be in there that we left out, uh, what place you think somebody should go in. Who's the first ballot? Who do we leave out? Um, after the pod is over. So guys, sit back, enjoy the pod. And uh, for all you NXT lovers, this is definitely for you. Yeah, definitely. All right. Which one do you want to go first? You want to go, you want me to go or? Um, I'll kick it off just because I, I'm going to knock an easy one right out. Yeah. Uh, so this person for me, while she might not have had the most amazing NXT career compared to, you know, her competitors and whatnot, she still left a mark on NXT as far as, you know, match quality, mm-hmm. uh, being over with the crowd, mm-hmm. moving merchandise. Mm-hmm. She kind of like checked all the boxes. So my first person, not going to say she's at the top of the list, but she has to get mentioned, Bailey. Oh, okay. Yep. Yeah, I, I would have to throw Bailey in there just because, you know, she didn't have the most amazing, you know, win-loss record compared to other people. She yeah. didn't have the star power compared to other people, but she was still over with a vast majority of the audience. She moved merch better than 90% of the people in NXT. I think she was making WWE merch numbers while she was in NXT and developmental. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that just speaks volumes right there. Vince loves money, and she made him money, so... She's my pick right off the bat, NXT Hall of Famer. Um, absolutely. Um, and those incredible NXT TakeOver matches, NXT TakeOver Brooklyn specifically. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a shame because honestly, uh, I don't know if anybody else will agree with me, but I, I still feel like she peaked in NXT, not, not because of, you know, not because of her, but just the way she was booked 
Um, she was at the height of her original character mm-hmm. um, in NXT after um, certain other women left that might get mentioned later. Yeah. So uh, it was a very special time to have her in NXT. She's definitely a first ballot Hall of Famer. Um, and she was learning a bunch of stuff behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. Um, my number 10, um, not that this is in any specific order of importance, um, but just the easiest ones to knock out. I'm going to say Dusty Rhodes. Mm, okay. Um, I'm trying to, yeah, it's, it's hard, so easy to think of, you know, 10 off the bat. I'm trying to think of people behind the scenes. Um, but Dusty Rhodes, because anybody on the main roster, um, <laughs> probably in WWE and AEW by now, um, can have a classic Dusty story and um, tell you about how Dusty helped them when they were down there in the PC um, trying to figure things out. Um, and that goes from, you know, um, from Seth Rollins um, all the way probably down to some of the more recent ones. Well, not more recent, but like some of the ones like a, um, I'm trying not to say anybody we might say later. But it just it just so many people. Uh, let's say Cesaro, even though they're kind of yeah. from the same era. Uh, but he's he's just helped so many people that are now main roster legends um, mm-hmm. in the time that he was there. Really, the time that NXT really took off, um, Dusty had already passed, and so it's just it's just um, it's sad that he wasn't alive to see like you know all the later legends yeah. that would come from that. But as far as whoever's the top guy in WWE. Uh, at the moment, they were all under Dusty's wing down in NXT. Yeah. Uh, so it's even Bailey, who we just mentioned, was mm-hmm. like, you know, she has a classic Dusty Rhodes story as well. Um, so for just being an amazing mentor, an amazing teacher, um, and like a second father to NXT or a grandfather, you could say. Um, and I, I mean, he's the Dusty Classic is named after him, the Tag Team Classic. So uh, yeah. I feel like if anybody from backstage, um, one of the first ballot ones has to be Dusty Rhodes. Yeah, I agree with you. Um, Dusty, at one point or another, has influenced damn near everybody that has come in and out of NXT, even if they came after Dusty passed they still use some of Dusty's methods and uh, strategies to teaching mm-hmm. to this day. Like they still do the same Dusty promo class that people like Enzo and uh, American Alpha and the Ascension, they still use that same type of promo class to this day that those people were using. Mm-hmm. And that just speaks volumes. Like even after he's passed on his legacy in some way, shape or form, even with the new NXT is still thriving. Mm-hmm. So that's pretty cool. And definitely if there's somebody backstage who deserves a first ballot ticket, it's Dusty. Um, so since we're going to stay, since you went backstage, I'll go backstage. Um, I'm going to knock him off because I know you probably were going to at some point during this show. Uh, 
the first, currently the only, well, not so much currently anymore, the only, and forever will be the greatest general manager of NXT, young Regal, William Regal. Mm. From the start, from day one, that man was there. And like you said with Dusty, he influenced so many people. Regal did the same thing. Even mm-hmm. when Regal got released, you've seen people just showing nothing but love. People mm-hmm. like Finn Balor, Bailey, Tommaso Ciampa, Johnny Gargano, Damian Priest. Like everybody was just literally showing this man so much love and respect. And even when they do, when they started bringing out the new, the newer matches, like nobody says war games like Regal. Mm-mm. When war games comes around, it's not going to hit the same. Like they tried it one time. They it's tried it one time with Braun Breaker, and it just didn't work. Yeah, like, like okay, we're getting war games. Love the kid, but that it was it was like it wasn't hearing, for him. Yeah, it was like hearing Vince McMahon say you're fired when Regal says war games. Yeah, it's just you love to hear it. It's music yeah. to your ears. It's, it's like if Stephanie McMahon says you're fired, it doesn't hit the same. It just doesn't. It just doesn't. There's like certain catchphrases that hit with certain people and. Regal owns war games. Mm-hmm. So Regal had it. Regal was one to definitely go on the list for me. So William Regal, definitely Hall of Fame, NXT. Yeah. If you're a longtime listener of the pod, or if you're, if this is the first pod you're listening to, um, I've said this before and I'll probably continue to say it uh, probably for as long as we have this podcast. Uh, William Regal is one of the greatest influencers um, and talent scouts WWE has probably uh, ever signed. Um, Yeah, without question. I I think I've said it before, like William Regal, anybody who's anybody um, from two generations ago Mm -hmm. is who has gone through William Regal in some way, shape or form, Triple H, Austin, um taker anybody who's really become anybody um starting from the 90s has come in contact with william regal it's the six Mm. degrees of separation he just knows greatness yeah um so his his reach is um far beyond nxt but just being the only general manager for the black and gold in itself is, is the reason to be a first ballot hall of fame. Yeah. Especially since you were there, like from the start, like from 2012. Yes, sir. Literally from 2012 to 2022, Mm -hmm. you were there 10 years. You literally went a whole decade. Yeah, man. He's a, he's an ultimate, he's a, in wrestling, he's a, um, he's a, a superior level of mentor that is just unachievable by anybody else so he is a a gentleman and a scholar and he should be appreciated for all he has done for the black and gold brand absolutely um so i did yeah i absolutely agree um i'm gonna go with kaylee ray for my number nine yeah it sounds weird but for anybody who watches NXT UK. Yeah, yeah, okay, okay. For anybody who watches NXT UK, um, and I've tried my best to keep tabs on it, 
because I, I love their style of wrestling. Um, and we shouldn't overlook their accomplishments. Um, Kaylee Ray is the longest reigning NXT UK women's champion. Uh-huh. She has beaten everybody there is to beat there. And just off the strength of NXT UK alone, she's she's undeniably a Hall of Famer. Um, okay. She's maybe not recognized as that currently, but I mean, who that is a Hall of Famer now for NXT is recognized as what they should be recognized as. So I can't say anything for how she's booked today on the main roster. I mean, on the United States um, NXT, but in UK, she was uh, a goddess. She was untouchable Um, to the point where they had to bring in an actual wrestling living legend from somewhere else Uh to come in and end her reign because it just didn't seem fathomable that she could lose it to anybody on the roster anymore. Yeah. And when you're at that level of uh, just pure untouchability, um, you have to be recognized for it. So Kaylee Ray, 649 days as champ, um, is an NXT Hall of Famer to me. I'll agree. At, fir- at first, you kind of threw me off there, but then I, I just I had to strictly think NXT UK. Mm-hmm. So I was like, all right, when, once you strictly think the accomplishments of NXT UK, it it does it does pan out as a Hall of Famer. Mm-hmm. So I can I, I can give you that one. Took a minute, but I understand it. Yeah, like I said, I had to throw in some curveballs here because the 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 easiest ones are you know, yeah, they're just gonna come. Yeah, without questions. Um, so this next one was somebody who was originally an alternate of mine, mm-hmm. but just for one simple reason. I'm going to put him on the list and take him out of the alternate route. Go ahead. Seth Rollins. Oh, I I was thinking about him. He didn't make my list, but I was thinking. Yeah, about no, him. he, he was, he was my alternate, but I'm going to throw him in there just for the simple fact. He can say he was the first ever NXT champion. Absolutely. So okay. just on that alone, anytime you're a first champion, first time champion for anything, that's usually Hall of Fame. Yep. I mean, you can look at the first ever WWE champion, the first ever Impact champion, the first ever ECW champion. They're all somewhere, some way in a Hall of Fame. Mm. I mean, you you can even look at the mid-card titles, like the first Intercontinental champion, the first U.S. champion. They're somewhere in a Hall of Fame. Mm-hmm. So for just for that alone, Seth Rollins, first ever NXT champ, put him in the hall yeah man that's unarguable i saw the documentary too um and seth worked really hard for that he really wanted it and um he was probably or definitely now i guess we could say the first um brass ring taker from the uh early nxt days um yeah apparently he was like very much of a a nuisance backstage but because he wanted it you know Uh what i mean and um, he just he just knew what he could accomplish and where he could take things, and um, to see where it is now, you know, he definitely had a 
uh, a leg up on the competition. Yeah, without question. Um, and, and before you before you say yours, I just want to throw in a quick little thing. Yeah. Thank you to Jim Cornette because without Jim Cornette, he would have never went to NXT. That he would have well went too. over. He would have went over to Impact. So yep. thank you to Jim Cornette. Yeah, um, amazingly to say, he actually ended up having a way better career. Now he's probably a first ballot Hall of Famer in WWE in general. Mm -hmm. um, so, yeah, thank you to Jim Cornette because he actually chose better for his career by going to WWE. And there's not a many that can say that these days. Yeah, it's very true. Uh, so absolutely, Seth Rollins. Um, my next one is uh, Peter Dunn, the uh, bruiserweight for yeah. becoming first ever NXT UK champion. And I, crazy enough, having the second longest NXT UK championship reign uh -huh. of um, 685 days which is about 40 more days more than Kaylee Ray um, and still only the second longest reigning, um, which is amazing to say. Um, but yeah, Pete Dunne, NX first and NXT UK champion, second longest reigning NXT tag champion and Dusty Rhodes classic winner. Um, and he had match of the year in 2017 uh, against... Um, oh my God, why can't I remember his name? Um, oh my God, one half of Mustache Mountain. Oh, uh, Tyler Bate. Tyler Bate, um, yeah. who was the youngest. Oh, no, no, no. Pete Dunne was the first, was the second NXT UK champion. I'm sorry. Yeah. I made a mistake. Don't kill me. Um, he's the second NXT UK champion. He, he won match of the year against Tyler Bate, beating him for the title in 2017. And thank God um, for that. And thank God for that. I love Tyler Bate, but Pete Dunne was clearly, and that speaks to how great Pete Dunne is. The okay. moment I saw Pete Dunne when they were first introducing these guys to you in this UK tournament, Pete Dunne was clear standout. He was the cream, the, the cream of the crop. He was clearly the best guy out of all of these guys. Um, so it was like a travesty to anybody who was keeping up with this to see Tyler Bate be the first champ. It was like a slap in the face. Clearly this other guy was championship material. And once they finally crowned him champion, even though they didn't have a show for like a year, um, Pete Dunne was taking the title all around the place, beating anybody he could still beat on the Indies until they got to show up and just doing his fucking job as a champion, man. Um, six and like 685 days is nothing to sleep on. And he's another one that was like Kaylee Ray. He'd beaten so many people. You had to get somebody else. So, I mean, he's just, it's just legendary. And he again he hasn't gotten that break um on the US main roster yet but and I mean and now I guess he probably he might never achieve it um the way things are going again this is in rebellion um yeah 
but Pete was just, he was, he was undeniable. He was undeniable. So I, I, I agree. I definitely agree. Um, I will say this though, everything you just said about Pete Dunn kind of makes me want to add somebody on my list, but I don't know if that person has had a hall of fame NXT career. Mm. So I'm like, I'm kind of, Torn, but everything you everything you just said about Pete is everything I said about this particular person, and you looked at me like I was crazy. Mm. So I'm oh, I'm, I'm not going to put it on the list. Well, we have honorable uh, mention. We're gonna we'll have honorable mentions because there's just okay. so many names. Okay. Um, um, but I agree with you on Pete, and I'm going to bring Pete back up when we get to the honorable mentions. Gotcha. Um, so this next person. I mean, just crazy, crazy amount of, like, crazy style matches in NXT. They literally set the bar every time they were in the ring. They put on banger matches. One of the greatest NXT champions, in my opinion. Mm. And then even when this person got called up to the main roster, he was pulling double duty Mm. and bringing the title with him and defending it and still fighting for another title. So he just did great while he was there. Even when he popped back up every now and then for a surprise appearance, kill. Well, I can't even say kill fight. Owens fight. Ah, Kevin yes. Owens. Ah, yes. I got to go. Kevin Owens, man. I was going to say kill Steen kill, but I got to go. Kevin Owens. He was, yeah, the man he's, not released yet. he's not released yeah, yet. He's not released yet, but Kevin Owens, without a doubt, definitely on that Hall of Fame NXT ballot. Just the stuff he did with the people like, uh, you, you can just say Sami Zayn in general, and yes. their feud alone is is like a Hall of Fame feud. Yes. Like if they do something like the UFC does and they just put fights in the Hall of Fame, like this is a Hall of Fame worthy fight. Absolutely. That feud right there is a Hall of Fame worthy feud. Absolutely. So Kevin Owens, definitely on that list. I'm putting him in my Hall of Fame. Yeah, Kevin Owens' debut in NXT Run um, holds a special place in my heart because I started watching just before that. Mm-hmm. Sammy had lost. Um, Sammy had won the belt from um, a guy we now know as Pac. Um, yeah. But at the time, I started watching around when Bo Dallas was just about to lose the belt. And... So seeing Kevin Owens come in, just iconic. I mean, you talk about, and I'm I'm terrible. I'm heel by nature. I love a good heel because of all the subtleties. And Kevin Owens was the epitome of what a heel was supposed to be. He He didn't have any redeeming qualities. Um, he showed the first night he debuted, he was willing to stab his friend in the back for what he wanted. Mm-hmm. And he, he, he proved to be one of the most dangerous champions, potentially um, better than most NXT champions. Yeah, he, 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 came he was... In Go ahead. I was going to say, he was definitely the first champion, in my opinion, to show that by any means necessary mentality. 
Like I will do whatever it takes and put you through whatever I have to put you through along with myself yeah. to get what I want. Yeah. His 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 level of of wrestling IQ, like classic wrestling one oh one, mixed with just how violent he could be at any given moment. Yeah. Was so together. He was the perfect character. He was the perfect bad guy because he could be a step ahead. And when he wasn't a step ahead, he would power bomb you until you were unconscious. So they let him, they let him be him. Even though they had to change his name, they yeah. let him be Kevin Steen. He was Kevin Steen in every sense of the word. And he actually won the belt. Really good credit to the quality booking team that realized they had they could capture lightning in the bottle mm-hmm. by taking a famous ROH feud and turning it into a rivalry they can always tap into like a well. It never runs dry. They can always keep referring to it. I mean, when Triple H was running the show, when his team was doing their thing, they were able to do that, and they never made it feel stale. Even if we've seen it a hundred times in another show, yeah. when we've seen it over in NXT, yeah. there was a different element to it. And and that's recognizing your viewers, man. Like Triple H see- and and the booking team, um, they realized, hey, man, we're pushing one half of the one of the greatest feuds ROH has ever had. Mm-hmm. And we're about to put the strap on him. I know we just signed the other guy. But if he's anything like Sammy says he is, he's a complete monster. Mm-hmm. What if we just let him go? Yeah. It's it was a it was a wild shot. Like you and as far as booking is concerned, that was um the reachiest of reaches. Yeah. To, that, to it, have it was, a guy debut. And the same night he debuts um, and he kills this guy in a singles match, he goes to celebrate with the guy we've been pushing for years as the ultimate underdog. Mm. We have him have his amazing moment and have this new guy that's his best friend that we just signed, that just debuted, powerbomb him like hell on the apron and leave and ruin the celebration completely. Yeah. It was there was definitely a risk, and it was a risk that paid off because it was done the right way. And I think he's one of the first and only NXT champions to ever beat John Cena. Um, first try. Yes, I would believe so. Definitely the first while he's the champion. Yeah, just just beat him clean. Yeah, um, I'm trying to think. He's definitely the first to do it while he's the champion. Um, yeah, because yeah, Nakamura didn't do it till after. Mm-hmm. Um, Seth didn't do it till yeah. Kevin was the first one. He was the first one all around, whether it was a former champ or a current champ. Yeah, he was iconic, man. He was iconic. Um, my next one, since we have to move on. There's 10 of these, I'm remembering. Mm-hmm. Um, Walter. Yep. While I'm on the string coming. of announcing all these NXT UK people, Walter is 
um, a monster. Yeah. He is a gentleman, but he is, he's like, uh, he's like the most proper of mafia hit bosses. (laughs) Yeah. The guy's like, he's like straight out of the mafia. But instead of like whacking you, um, he just beats you within an inch of your life. Like that's that's Walter. Walter is everything um, a big man should be. Uh, he's like I I just thought of this analogy. He's like Big Show's wet dream. If there was ever a force like this, is what Great Collie should have been. This is <laughs> yeah. This this guy came in here day one to this super uh, old relic of music um, with just regular boots and tights and uh, one of those old mafia raincoats. Called himself the Ring General. Mm-hmm. I remember watching his debut because I was a big fan of Pete Dunne at the time. And seeing the arena explode, and I'll give you a secret here, I had no idea who Walter was. Mm -hmm. But my God, when that first slap to the chest happened, it was over. It was over. It was over. And I've looked forward to every single Walter match since. Yep. Because this guy does not play fair. Like this, this is, yeah. You were going to get your ass beat the whole night. Uh-huh. And it doesn't matter who you are. Like, it's just rough. It's just a rough night. It's not a good look. Like, yeah. oh, my God. I can't. Like, if you've never seen a Walter match, pick any. He's a yep. monster. He's yeah. an absolute monster. It doesn't matter if you beat him, and I've only seen one guy beat him, and even he barely beat the guy. Yeah. It's just, he's, oh my goodness. Yeah, he's definitely a savage. He's a, he's a, he's a beast. Mm-hmm. In, the, in, the, in, the, in the 80s, um, it would have been him and Andre, and that's it. Yeah. Like, they would have been the be-all, end-all. Because yep. the way Walter moves in that ring, he's so agile, but he hits so hard every time he hits you. He could hit you 10 times with the with the hour-long match, and every single hit would be like, wow, that ruined all your momentum. He's about yeah. to win. Like it's that, it's that, it's that powerful. Mm-hmm. Um, they booked him to perfection. Uh, shout out to Shawn Michaels. Yeah. He booked him to absolute perfection. Um, he's a monster. He has the longest NXT UK championship reign with 870 days. He is a modern day like Andre. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's only I I equate um probably the only other big man we could compare him to modern day, um, Adam Shear, the Titan. Yeah. Um, but I've always seen him as more of a modern day big show. This guy is a modern day Andre. He's unstoppable. Yeah. 
he's a he's he's uh, he's an unstoppable force. Uh-huh. And uh, to come across them most likely means death by chops, kicks, punches. I've seen him punch a dude out of the air. It's it's horrifying. it's horrifying. I've seen him uh, chop an announce table in half. Yeah, he's 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 a monster in every sense of the word. Um, so he has to be just for being the longest NXT UK champion, um, a Hall of Famer. Okay, I, I can respect that. Um, since you putting a monster in there, I'm going to put a monster in there as well. Granted, he's not as much of a monster as Walter, you know, being so damn big and can chop through anything. But mm-hmm. this dude was a monster in the sense of you get in his way, he's going to kill you. Mm. And I'm pretty sure, if I'm not mistaken, this man has the most NXT championship reigns out of anyone. It, it still hurts to say this, but, you know, he's going to be great anywhere else he goes. Anywhere else. Samoa Joe. Mm. Like, when you just when you just seen him debut and walk out to the ring, first, all you see is the Titan front, and you just see Samoa Joe, SoCal, and you're like, ain't no damn way. Ain't no damn way. Because I, I think he was one of the first people from impact or the one of the first big name people from impact to cross over and you're like Mm -hmm. yeah there's no way in hell this is really happening and then you see him walk out and it's like oh shit things are picking up and he just gets in there gets in there with kevin owens still a shame we didn't get that feud man that that would have been great all we got was a stare down and a chair shot but still this man put on bangers anywhere he went joe the only three-time nxt champ got fired, came back, and still, when he came back, they made him dangerous. A credit to Triple H, to Regal, to that writing team. Mm-hmm. We're going to bring you back, but you're not wrestling, bro. You're just, you're just security for Regal. You can't touch nobody unless they provoke you. Mm-hmm. And it was just funny seeing people like poke the bear, and then once the bear gets poked, the bear just smacks your head right off. And this man still managed to win the NXT title again. Mm-hmm. So only three-time NXT champ, banger matches all over. Joe's in the Hall of Fame for me, no question. He's that. He's probably first ballot on the. Fir- he's probably on the ballot before we even make the ballot. Yeah, Joe's Joe's been, um, truly, like yeah, like you said, like just like Walter, just an unstoppable force. Um, and they booked him properly. They booked him to the moon, man. Mm-hmm. And uh, that, yeah, it, it's it's a shame the things we didn't get to see. But he was he was he was the ultimate force when he was in the business. Um, I mean, when he was in NXT, and it's just a shame. But yeah, I think he's the only three time champ. Um, because Finn Balor's only won it twice. Yeah, and uh, and Dusty Balor's Classic won it twice, and I think Andrade won it twice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a few people who've done it two times, but he's the only one that's won it three, and never really even got to have his third title reign. Yeah, no, he just he won it, had it for like a month, and then they mysterious injuries 
which he's still um, publicly now that he's released quoted, he never got a reason. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, they never gave him a reason for the injury. Um, he never provided us with a reason with the with the name of the injury, and they didn't give him a reason for release. So, I think the injury was uh, more from. Vince and the creative team, I think their injury was a little something called diarrhea of the mouth and constipation of the brain. Mm-hmm. It's, it's insane, man. Um, but yeah, unfortunate. But Joe's going to be amazing wherever he ends up um, mm-hmm. because he's always been a monster. Always. This was a guy that was supposed to be there to elevate talent initially. Yeah, and he and he wound up just becoming the guy because he was that damn good, which we all knew. We all yeah, knew like this. like we we all seen that coming. This is this is a guy that should have debuted in a Royal Rumble like AJ Styles and just been straight mm-hmm. main roster. Yeah. Um. So him being the only three time NXT champion is just the epitome of what his potential was from the beginning. Yep. He's a legend. Um, my next one is going to be, I think I've gotten out of NXT UK land. Um, I'm going to go ahead and go with, I think I'm going to sub somebody out. Oh, I really don't want to say them because I feel like, okay, you know, you I'm going to go with Triple H. Fuck you. I'm sorry. I had to do it. I had to do it. And I'm Fuck doing it early you. because there's there's a few more. Uh, uh, you man, you you sly bastard, you. Well, listen, you took Regal. Yeah, but I, I, I'm not gonna lie. I, I had Triple H safe last, just as a. Oh, uh, my number one is is very close to him, but not him. Um, I mean, the first father, the only father, the father of NXT. It's his baby. Um, he took it from a crappy TV show to a place that honored the top of the top from indie wrestling. Um, yes. That made it okay to be anything Vince McMahon hated and still be successful within the company he gave a chance to um, the entire next generation of wrestlers. Um, Damn near anybody you see on the main roster, he has been a mentor to through NXT. Um, And he's just, he's the father. He's the father of it. He, and, and he set out to create the greatest training facility and train anybody within the company from the cameramen to the referees to the announce team um to the guys in the truck yeah he's trained the entire next generation on every level not just in the ring yeah and given a chance to i'm sure tons of people that we're seeing proof of now were never guys vince mcmahon would have put the battery in the back of a bunch of people Vince would have never gave a push to. Um, yeah, and, who knows, and who knows if the people that are staples in the company today 
would have been people Vince would have looked at. Mm-hmm. Um, so just his contribution to this generation of WWE wrestling and all those um, indie wrestlers who are either struggling on the main roster or huge in anywhere else right now. He's He's been a huge mentor to and gave them a shot when probably no one else in that company would have. Yeah. I agree, man. I, I, I would say more, but I, I can't. You just hit the nail on the head. Like you, you described that perfectly. Like I, I would say more. I, I can go on and on about how great Triple H is, but to sum it down and break it down, you hit the nail on the head. So I mean, yeah, he's definitely on there. He's he's one of those people that before the ballot even gets made, he's casted in. For he's he's the he's God's gift to wrestling. I say it all the time. Yes, yes, without question. Um, so my next pick is a team. Mm. Uh, they are they are a tag team. Now they could go in individually, but I'm just gonna put them in together. Oh no! Yeah, I'm I'm gonna put them in together. Like they're great enough that they can go in individually, but I'm gonna put them in together. Well, I think it'll work out for me anyway. Yeah. Um, DIY. Yes, exactly what I thought you were gonna say. Yeah. Gargano and Champ. I mean, you just look at their resumes and it speaks for itself. You have Dusty Classic winners. You have tag team champions. You have arguably the greatest feud in NXT history. Not even and arguably. Then you, and then you just have, you can look at their, their resumes singles wise. I'm not going to say them because I'm pretty sure you have them on the list. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, but you could just look at their stats individually and they say Hall of Fame. Absolutely. So, and as a unit, they've been one of the best teams NXT has ever seen. Um, so, Gargano, Ciampa, DIY, Hall of Fame. Absolutely. Um, I, could, I could go on a rant about them, but I'll just go to my next one because... I have some stuff saved. I'll just say that. Um, so what are your, I think we're at five up to this point. Who are your, who are your five? You had Joe, you had. I had Regal, Regal Joe, Bailey, Seth, Bailey, Seth. Uh, Kevin Owens. Oh, and, and okay. DIY. And DIY. So you're so on we're at six. six. Okay. So that um, means you're at six. That means I'm at right six. Right now. Um, I'm going to do softball. Uh, softball one, I'm going to do, and this is probably illegal in terms of how we are supposed to do things, but um, the entire four horsewomen as a collective. Yeah, okay. Um, you can't actually call them a team. They've all teamed together in NXT at one point, but I'm sure you can't actually call them a team. Um, because they're like the click in a sense. Yeah, I mean that 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 is a little bit of a cheat. So this is, but this is I, cheat. I understand. I understand it. So you, you'll get a pass yeah, on that. Yeah, I'm cheating right now, but this is you know we're gonna have it's a okay. lot of things. I kind of I, I kind of cheated with DIY, so it's okay. I'm gonna um, cheat a little bit later too, but 
Yeah, at least they were an actual team, right? Yeah. Um, <laughs> but the four horse women, just because um, they've all been NXT women's champions, they single-handedly revolutionized um, women's wrestling in the modern day. And yes, there were plenty of, not to take any credit from the women that paved the way up to that point, but as far as when change began, it honestly was in NXT with these four horsewomen. Um, anybody on the main roster at the time can take credit as much as they want to. It's these four women and the booking team in NXT that really created the women's revolution. Um, Sasha, Charlotte, Bailey, and Becky Lynch um, revolutionized the game. They were the first to main event. Um, Charlotte was the first NXT champion. Um, Sasha and Bailey put on two back-to-back classics to take over. Um, and they just, they helped mold everybody under them. And, you know, they were just, they're, they're deep-rooted in the company now. They're all DNA. They're all Hall of Famers. Um, main roster and NXT, yeah. they're they're you know they're iconic, mm-hmm. and they're all they're all iconic in their own way for yes. different reasons. Um, but like you said, they they were iconic in NXT. They were iconic on the main roster. So they they've just done great things all through and through. So I mean, you cheated a little bit, but I'll give you that one. Yeah. Um, so since we're on, so I would be on what number seven right now? You would be on seven. Yep. Okay. Uh, damn. So that works out perfectly then. Okay. Uh, so my number seven, you kind of screwed me a little bit because you took two people I had on there, but it's okay because it still works out. Um, I'm going to go the same route and I'm going to do another woman superstar. Mm. Uh, while she was in NXT, unstoppable, a force to be reckoned with. Uh, main roster, not so much, you know, we've seen what happened when she got there, but um, NXT-wise, definitely a Hall of Fame career. Mm. Uh, I'm going to go with Asuka. Oh. If we're, Damn, if I'm doing, I if I'm, Asuka. Yeah, because if I'm doing just strictly NXT, Asuka's she's a monster. Yeah. Yeah. Main roster, eh, the jury's still out. But NXT wise, nobody was holding a candle to her. Oh yeah. She so, was female Goldberg. Yeah, basically. She With retired undefeated. numbers. Well, she she left NXT undefeated. She didn't retire. She left NXT undefeated. Mm-hmm. Handed the title over to her protege. And you know that just that just speaks volumes, dude. No, not many people can say that they've had that great of a career in NXT, or as as great of a career as Oscar did. Untouchable. Yeah. Very few people were untouchable in NXT, and Oscar is one of them. Mm-hmm. So she's she's Hall of Fame for me, without question. Man, <sighs> it's a shame. It's a shame. It's a shame. It's a shame where things have come to crisis. Um, man, that is a shame. That is a shame. 
just when you think about it, right? It, it's like, damn, man, what could have been? Y'all really wasted that. Oh, I remember when I was so mad that she lost. Mm-hmm. Oh, it was terrible. It's terrible, terrible, terrible. Um, so my next one. <laughs> that that uh, I just brought back some sour memories. I'm sorry. Uh, it's tricky now because now we're in now we're in the final four. Um, you just gave her a six or seventh. So we're yeah. really in the we're we're in the we're in the top three now. So it's yeah, tricky. Yeah, you yeah, you you gotta get through your number four and then I have the and then we have our three after that. Yeah. My number four is Finn Balor. <laughs> I fucking hate you. Come on, man. This that was is, my next pick. This is where I said it gets tricky because here's where we start coming up with a lot of the same people. Yeah, but damn, you knew that was going to be mine. But here's my, it's hard, man. And here's my thing. I had this placed with him at number four. I actually hit him on the number um, that I said I should bring him up. Damn, he, um, he was my—he was like my number one. <laughs> you took my number one. Well, not not really, but you—I mean, okay, yes and no. Fair enough. Um, we're, just, we're just cheating each other at this point. Yeah, it's it gets hard, man. You come down to these last ones, and like I said, this is in no particular order. We're just trying to knock off all the people that the other probably won't say or will say earlier so we can say them. you know it's 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 crazy these top 10 lists um so finn balor uh two-time nxt championship uh winner dusty classic winner um three nxt year end awards he won for best male competitor and best overall and had match of the year in 2020 and keep that one in mind. That's 2020. He was already a uh, Hall of Fame NXT champion before this. Mm-hmm. Um, so, it, I mean, just legendary battles. He was the man from the moment he, he came in. And he just, he's, he was the guy in NXT for so long. And it's only, I'm trying to think. There's only maybe three people that are like solidified as the man at some point in NXT. Like all of them, there's been all different champions, but people that for like a period in time were that guy. There's only about three of them, maybe four. Yeah, I, I I can say yeah. There's there's maybe three or four. The other two are still on my list down the line, so I won't say them. But Finn Balor is definitely one of those guys. His first title reign up until he ran into the monster that is Samoa Joe. Yeah. Um. He was he was untouchable. It was great. Yeah. He beat anybody he could, and if he couldn't beat you, the demon could. Yeah. Uh, and he only ever had a problem really with one guy. Mm-hmm. Just one guy. So, 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 I mean, that speaks to the validity of his reign, right? Like, I mean, I mean, for God's sakes, if you look at our YouTube channel and you look at our videos, Finn's the freaking mascot of our videos. Oh, that's true. That's he, true. He, he pops up in almost every video we do in that some way, true. shape or form. 
Yeah, I mean that speaks to his influence. We could be biased, but yeah, yeah. I mean, we're we're definitely biased because that was my number one. Um, (laughs) But it's okay. Uh, I just thought of somebody and I put him on the list to replace Balor. Okay, but he's not number one. Okay, I'm not gonna say I'm not gonna say him now because then it's just gonna make it easier for you to say somebody. So I'm just gonna say my next pick and be done with it. Adam Cole, baby. Damn it. Damn it. Damn it. Damn damn it all. (laughs) I got to pull my Taylor Swift out. Look what you made me do. Look what you made me do. I got to swerve. I mean, yeah, just. Oh, 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 you putting Swerve Scott on there? Okay. No, 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 no. No, I I know. No, but Adam Cole, man, like when you think of like the greatest in NXT, he's probably right there. This is one of those guys. Yeah, he's he's definitely when you think Mount Rushmore NXT, he carried NXT on his damn back, and I don't care what anybody says. Like you, yes, can, you can say McIntyre, Andrade, you can say anybody. Adam Cole carried it on his back, mm-hmm. and arguably one of the greatest ladder matches in the in the history of NXT with Absolutely. that six man ladder match. Absolutely, performed spot after spot after spot in damn near every match he was in like that super kick spot with him and ricochet still sticks out in my mind mm-hmm. like the the ladder spot from the six-man ladder match sticks out in my mind uh the alistair black thing that feud itself was a great one mm-hmm. um and even kyle like the kyle o'reilly shit his matches with kyle o'reilly were off the wall off the wall so i mean and arguably the greatest nxt champion that we've seen i mean uh... you can you can debate between a couple but Mm-hmm. He's he's up there as one of the greatest NXT champions. Absolutely, absolutely. And small yeah. brag, he's probably uh, a War Games legend. Yeah. At this point. Yeah. Um, yeah. There's, I mean, there's nothing really more I could say about him. Adam Cole is he's one of those guys. Like I said, there's only about three of them, and one mm-hmm. of them is Adam Cole. Yeah. He is the epitome of uh. I think we called him a while back, like the love child of Triple H and, and Shawn Michaels. Yeah. He's the perfect meld. He's Yeah, that we did. He's just got it. That's it. There's nothing else left to say. Um, damn, that was my number two. Now you see what happens when you take Finn? Mm. I'm really trying to hold on to my number one and hope you don't say him. Um my next one is Rhea Ripley because I had to swerve. Fuck you again. <laughs> <laughs> I just, she was a I mean, sub I, because I knew I, it was a potential that you would say her. I mean, it's not bad because she was my, she was my honorable mention. Okay, great. Okay. Yeah. Well. So it's okay. I, I have a new honorable mention. Okay. Well then I get your reference to being an unstoppable force. Rhea Ripley was just, um, she was just a force of nature. Um, NXT UK Women's Champion, NXT Women's Champion. Um, she went and fought Charlotte at WrestleMania, one of the only times, I think maybe the only time the NXT Women's Championship was uh, on yeah. the line in Mania. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it was the only time. Great outfit, uh, too. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm like, not the, not the, you know, take anything away from her and the match itself, but still one of the best mania outfits I've seen of the last few years. 
Yeah, was that the Super Saiyan one? Was that the yeah? That was that was yeah. Super Saiyan Vegeta. Yeah, yeah. Very I'm not awesome. I'm not an anime guy, but that outfit was fucking fire. Yeah, yeah, it was incredible. Um, so yeah, yeah. Rhea Ripley, man. Um, she was untouchable when she made her character change. Um, I did not believe in her in the beginning, and I'll be honest about that. Duke was all for her. I didn't get it. Yes. <laughs> so all right, I'm gonna jump in real quick. When you said that first time you seen Pete and you're like, this is it, this guy has it, and not a lot of people might have agreed with you. That's why I said what I said. I said I had somebody that I was gonna save mm. just for that reason alone. And you just said it. Rhea Ripley was that exact reason. Cause when she had the long blonde hair and she looked like the good girl, you're like, Duke, what the hell do you see in her? I was like, look, just trust me. She's got something there. It's going to come sooner or later. She's mm. got it. Mm. You're like, I don't see it. I don't see it. As soon as that switch hit, she went dark. I said, yeah. damn, I'm good. It was undeniable. Yeah, she was a force. And there was yeah. nothing else you could say. She was running over anybody. Like, mm-hmm. it just clicked. And for some people, that's how it happens. For some people, it's that, it's that, it's just, that one character change, that's it. Like that was yeah. that was it. It's like um, it's like that. You just know, you just know feeling. Yeah. Like it, that, oh, it's gonna take one thing. That's what happened to me for Becky. Um, small disclosure. Um, that's what happened to me for Becky. Until she hit yeah. that the man phase, I was like, it's I don't see it. I don't see it. And oh. then she she hit that thing with the uh, the man and it was like, oh, well, now it's now it's here. Yeah, well, I was going to say when she when she was the man in the beginning, when when the man first came around, it was it was yes. Mm. Now that now that big time Bex is around, it's like, OK, hold on. now. Yeah, we try. Not but to, yeah, we try. To I, I get what you're saying. But yeah, Rhea Ripley, man, um, that'll be my. My number that's, seven. So no, I, think that, got, I think that's your I think that's your eight. That's my eight. Yeah, yeah I, that's I my eight. That's my eight. We got two more. We yeah, have to preserve we, these last two, or I have to throw some on the yeah, fly. We have two in the honorable mention. Right. Um. So my number nine. Mm. Here we go. I'm gonna cheat again. Oh no. Because this means I'm gonna have a two-time Hall of Famer. Oh no! Damn it. The collective unit of the undisputed era. No. <laughs> oh no. Okay. Yeah. Just because I have a feeling, I know. <sighs> I gotta let you it. have that. Okay. Yep. I'll let you have it, that. Just because I have a feeling, I know who your number one is, and just because I did that, I'm gonna let you say your number two and your number one. Oh, just to okay. make sure, just to make sure I don't That'll steal your be number an even one. Playing field. Yeah, just to make sure I don't steal your number one. I'll let you do your number two, and then your number one, and then we can do the honorable mentions after. All right, I have my um, honorable mention. Let me come up with a number two here. Yeah, but um, my number two. Oh, easily. Easy. Okay, got yeah, it. Yeah, easily undisputed error because you just look at them as a unit. At one point in time, they held all the gold in NXT aside Absolutely. from the women's title. Yep. And they even tried to recruit somebody that could win the woman's title and it didn't work. But mm -hmm. just them alone, man. Undisputed era. You got mm -hmm. Fish, O'Reilly, 
Strong and Cole. I'm going to throw O'Reilly in, or not O'Reilly. I'm going to throw Strong in there too, even though he came in later. Mm-hmm. So yeah, undisputed era without question on the ballot Hall of Famers. Um, absolutely undeniable. That was going to be my number two. Um, they are the evolution. Um, not in, you know, um, character roles, but just in the pure dominance yeah. they held over NXT. And I was spearheaded by Adam Cole, who's like one of the, you know, it's just, yeah. It's like the greatest cultivation of four guys they could have come up with at the time. Like it's, they just worked. Every single one of them was a star on their own. Mm-hmm. I mean, Roddy was struggling, but, <laughs> but, but Roddy was the generic baby face. So he needed that. He needed that turn. Yeah. Um, he, he needed the group as a unit. Yeah, but Bobby, Bobby was a star on his own. Um, I've seen Bobby live singles run uh, a couple times. He's amazing. Um, mm-hmm. Kyle was a clear star, pure charisma, amazing fighting ability. Um, and they were already part of like a great indie tag team with uh, Red Dragon or Red Dragon, however you want to say it. Um, and then Adam Cole was Adam Cole. So, Bay Bay. Yeah, mm-hmm. untouchable, undeniable. Um, I thought of this on the fly, but I apologize in advance because seeing as how I thought of this out of the blue on the fly for my number two um, is really a slap in the face of them because they were they were uh, incredible, and I should have said them sooner. I should have had them on the initial list. Uh, my second is going to be revival. Okay. Um, because at first it's a eh kind of thing, but you have to remember the revival were top guys at a time when at a, they were top guys revolutionizing a classic style of wrestling. Yeah. Um, at a time when everything was flashy and nobody, they were essentially like two guys out of the four horsemen. Um, just doing it on their own. Yeah. At a time when the greatest tag teams in NXT were operating at the time. I'm talking mm-hmm. AOP, Undisputed Era, DIY. Um, at a time when the tag teams were at a, a, a very high level of performance, the revival was king. Yeah. They were the top guys to a point where you really couldn't go against them on a takeover. You could root for the other guys, sure, every time, because Mm -hmm. it was hard to like the revival, but you couldn't argue with the results. They won every time. It was very, like, even when the triple threat match that happened between AOP, the revival, and DIY, you wanted new champs, but it was very hard to see how Revival was not going to win this. Yeah. They were booked so well um, that it just, and their ring, they, they were the epitome of like what a classic tag team should be. Mm-hmm. The ring IQ was off the charts. They attacked body parts. They split the ring in half. They did. They were the best because they did everything a tag team was supposed to do. Yeah, They were tag team wrestling one-on-one. So the Revival NXT Tag Team Champions, 
Um, and they might have been two-time NXT Tag Team Champions, I'm not sure. But yeah, just a legendary NXT Tag Team at a time that was like, at the time when they had all the best NXT Tag Teams. It's essentially yeah. like um, a non-hardcore Dudleys at the time mm-hmm. of, at the time of like the TLC era. Yeah. So that'll be my number two. And it, yeah, yeah, like it's a slap in the face to think about it now that I, I just thought of them. But yeah, like they were, they were, they were it. They were it. Yeah, they definitely were. Um, so so that, now, now we have your number one. Right. Um, uh, so we talk about Adam Cole being the love child of Triple H and Shawn Michaels. Um, this guy is Triple H's kid. Like, if Triple H was to have um, a spitting image modern day of himself, this is the guy. Um, he traded in the quad tears for the neck brace because um, he injured his neck. He had neck injuries. But trained by the same guy, um, famous off one of the same feuds, structure-wise, of turning his back on his best friend. Um, the psycho killer. Uh, the the essential daddy of NXT. Uh, Tommaso Ciampa. Yes. He's just, he's, he is everything. He is everything. He is one of the greatest heels ever booked in NXT. He's, he's had one of the greatest rivalries, the greatest rivalry. I can't even think of a better one in NXT. The greatest rivalry in NXT, Tommaso Ciampa. And it's number one on my list because I'm such a big fan of Triple H. I saw this coming from a mile away. And when it happened, it was, it's, it's like everything you've ever dreamed of. And Tommaso Ciampa is an NXT god. He just gets it. It's he's he just gets it. Like there's nothing else you can really say. Um, match of the year, competitor of the year, rivalry of the year, two-time NXT champion, coined the phrase Goldie. Tommaso Ciampa is is the dad of NXT. I agree. He he's definitely a great number one. Um, you guys can't see right now, but I just had to step away and do a happy dance because even though you picked Finn Balor, who was my number one originally, I had to, you know, jump on the fly, make a new number one. You didn't take the guy I threw in Finn Balor's place. Mm, Okay, great. And I'm kind of surprised you didn't say this next guy. No, I had to say, I have to say Tommaso because... Well, no, I don't mean... I don't mean for number one. I just mean okay. anywhere on your list. Yeah, well, the, the, like I said, there's so many you can just easily, you know, Slip it's so easy one. to, yeah, to do. Um, but yeah, Tommaso, gotta be Tommaso. He's the right. image of everything Triple H is uh, or was back in the day. Um, and he just, he just, he was perfect. He was perfect. Every subtlety, like, the Tommaso Gargano feud was so iconic because I called it from the very beginning, for one. Um, 
I called that they were going to break up. I called that it was going to be Tommaso. Um, I saw everything Tommaso saw, that Johnny was just this good guy that everyone loved and he was a pure baby face and he was getting way too much of the credit when Tommaso was carrying the team. Mm. And that entire perception played out through the entire rivalry. And they just, they did it to perfection. He's the epitome of, of what Triple H is in modern day wrestling. Mm-hmm. He's a good guy when you root for him to be a good guy. But ultimately, he's just a, a bad guy that knows what he wants and won't stop until he gets it. Yeah. I mean, Goldie is, is oh, come on. That's a killer promo. Yeah. And um, Daddy's home, like, oh, there's just so many iconic moments. I'll shut up. But, I, like, he is the epitome of what NXT is supposed to be. Yeah. I agree. I do agree. Um, I'm just so glad you didn't say who I had as my alternate. Um, now, this man, I, I, I'm going to say it. I'm going to say who it is, but I'm going to do it kind of kind of as a curveball. I'm going to yeah. make you think it's somebody that it's not. Now, this man... Great feuds, great song, like just great entrance song. Oh, every okay. time you hear it, it's just, it's kind of glorious in a way. I mean, it, it's oh. kind of glorious. It's yep. kind of glorious. Um, and he was victorious a lot of times. <laughs> he was victorious. Okay. Up, up until the end where, you know, he got released, but hey. Um, but he's, you, you just can't help but bask in his glory. Oh. Keith Lee. Mm-hmm. The mm-hmm. only double champ. The only. In NXT. The only. You're right. Like, you might have had a double champ where somebody had to be a substitute, but we're not counting Adam Cole when he had a substitute for Bobby Fish. Yeah. Keith Lee is the only double champ. Mm-hmm that NXT has ever had. Absolutely. You're absolutely right. Keith one Lee. of the best, one of the best songs in NXT. The man was limitless. You just can't help but bask in his glory. Mm-hmm. No big man is able to move the way he moves. Mm-hmm. So Keith Lee is on the list for me. He was an alternate. He had to get subbed in because you took Finn, but Keith Lee. Yeah, Keith Lee was amazing, man. Like you said, the only double champ. Keith Lee was uh, so impressive in the ring. Um, I'll never forget the moment he, like, gored uh, Adam Cole into the fans. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the guardrail. Um, but he was so impressive. He was so impressive. Um, from the spirit bombs to the moon salts, like, the guy was incredible. There was no way he should have been moving the way he was moving. Uh, he was absolutely iconic. His voice is iconic. Um, yeah, there was nobody that could talk quite like him, move quite like him. He was he was uh, a pure athlete. Um, I, I had I had to use the glorious thing just to throw you off a little bit, and yeah, just yeah, to make yeah. You, it's close. Just to make it is close. Think. It is close. Oh man, poor Bobby Roode. Um, you never know. Yeah. He might be. 
he might be somebody's alternate, you never or not alternate. He might be somebody's honorable mention. You never know. Yeah, yeah. He was amazing in NXT too. Um, but yeah, absolutely. Uh basking his glory. He was one of the best. Man. So, so now we're at the uh, honorable mentions, and this is kind of a somber moment because you would like them to put him in your top ten, but it's just it's so damn hard. And, and there's so crazy. many. There's so many. All right, so let's just do this because I'm pretty sure there's a few people we could put on the list. If you can think of three real quick, because you know I know you probably have one as an honorable mention. If you could think of like two more on the fly, we could just, no explanations on why they're honorable mentions. We could just say who our three honorable mentions are. All right, let me come up with two more. Um, and if, 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 I was going to say, if we have the same honorable mentions, it's okay, just because they're honorable mentions. Right. Um, let's go with... Because I'm pretty sure you and me are going to have at least one person on the honorable mentions list that's the same. Uh, We're going to have really, at least one. It's such a shame I can't say his name. He ruined all of his reputation. Um, Damn. Yeah, I know exactly who you're talking about, too. Just all of it. Just ruined all of it. Yeah. It Damn shame. Every single chance he got, he ruined it. Oh, that's so sad. Um, okay. And I'm going to say this right now. I would put Charlotte on the list, but I'm not going to say Charlotte just because you you did the four horsewomen. Yeah. So we Charlotte's already been acknowledged. So I'm not going to put Charlotte or any of the other horsewomen on the list. Mm, I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think. Well, you know what? Um, I need a singles person. All right, so you know what? I think, uh, yeah, let's see, who's, who's gonna, who would you like to kick off the honorable mentions? Would it be me or you? Uh, you can kick it off because I'm, we probably don't have any of the same ones. And if right, we do, so, it's only one. Yes. All right. So I'm going to run through my three honorable mentions. Uh, no explanation. Just it speaks for itself. Um, number one, Andrade. Mm -hmm. Number two, Alistair Black. Yeah. Yep. Number three, Shayna Baszler. Mm, oh my god i miss shayna baszler no how did i miss shayna baszler oh you missed her oh, oh no how did i forget shayna i mean do you, do you want me to erase shayna from the books and i can i can say somebody else and i can give you shayna how could i forget shayna baszler no i'm just amazed at myself that i forgot the amazing run shayna baszler had I was going to say, I'll erase it real quick. and we can Oh, just my gosh. She was such it. an unstoppable force. Why did I say Rhea Ripley? <laughs> <laughs> now you see why I'm mad. That's what you get for taking my people, damn it. Oh, you're so you're so right. Oh, we can't dive into it. But Shayna Baszler was so iconic. Okay. Um. Damn. Wow. I really forgot Shayna Baszler. I am shamed. Shame on me. Shame, shame. Oh my, oh my goodness. That is so terrible. 
I forgot Shayna Baszler. That that is that is so terrible. Oh you man, Rhea Ripley, what's wrong with you? Wow, take my picks really... like that. That that'll teach you to take my picks because once you take my picks, you know what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna take your picks. That is really against my nature. Wow, I should have seen that one. Okay. <sighs> okay. All right. Uh, my top three. I'm not three, top three, but my honorable mentions. Um, Ember Moon. Mm-hmm. American Alpha. Mm-hmm. Um, Insanity. Oh, I forgot about Sanity. Okay, I forgot about Sanity. I, I'll give you that one. Sanity's a good one. I, for, I forgot about Sanity. Insanity could have been even better. Yeah, I, I was just about to say that. So underutilized, but even what they did while they were underutilized was great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and American Alpha, basically the reason the Usos had to turn heel. Mm-hmm. They yeah. were perfection. They were they were team angle 2.0. Yeah, they were great. Oh man. All right. Well, we're at the end, man. Yeah, so so many great ones. Um there you have it. Um that was a tough, that was an easy list to put together. It was just hard to place them where we can place them without them getting taken from us. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. I know, I know, we we stole a few people from each other. I'm pretty sure I stole Shayna from you. Uh, I'm pretty sure I stole. I didn't really steal DIY from you because you still wound up using Tommaso. Yeah. I stole Cole and the Undisputed Era. So I mean, both back to back. But understandable. Yeah, you and you and for me, you stole Ripley. You stole Finn. You, you stole a good amount. You stole a good couple people from me. Yeah. I don't think anybody was as upset during the whole thing as uh, me when you took Finn. <laughs> I, I, I had to mute the microphone a couple of times. I'm like, mother. And I literally looked up at the mascot too, because he's hanging right there. Yeah, yeah. I should have saw that coming. Um, man, in a different world, I would have put Shana in there. I'm so sorry, Shana, because I was like, <laughs> hindsight is 2020. I was like one of the first people that was ever hype about her even being in NXT. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that you were like the May Young Classic, dude. Like, I was like, I was over the freaking moon. Um, we were both hype on people from the May Young Classic. Damn, man. It only worked. Hey, it worked out perfectly. You stole Rhea from me. I, I fell in love with her in the May Young Classic, so I still shame her from you. Mm. You fell in love with her in the May Young Classic. Um, hey guys, heads up, WWE booking. If you ever release Shayna Baszler, that is the end of your life. And he's still not. And he's he's still not over uh, Mercedes Martinez too. I'm not over that either. She just signed to AEW. And she was just challenging for the Impact Knockouts Women's Championship title. Um, So you guys can eat a dick because Mercedes Uh Martinez is about to do some amazing things. Um, I'm still not over that. But but yeah, if if WWE creative, if you ever release Shayna Baszler, you're in trouble because Marina Shafir is doing very well on the indies and with with, uh, Ronda Rousey having no incentive to come back 
she could go to AEW and they could all three reign together the way they were supposed to in your company. Exactly. Um, so never release Shayna Baszler because that's that's going to bite you in the ass. Um, but then again, I mean, release her if you're not going to push her. You know, cool. better we see it than we don't see it. Cool. Um, but yeah, that's the end of our list, guys. Um, NXT Hall of Fame. Um, really sad about how things have just completely deteriorated, but um, we talk about that in another pod. Yeah, that'll that'll wind up getting addressed at some point, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. I mean, this, this ain't going to be the last time you hear us, you know, gripe about what the creative has done with the, the beautiful minds of NXT. Yeah. Of the original NXT, I should say. The original NXT. Yeah, but guys, that's the episode. Thank you for tuning in. We hope you enjoyed this. Get at us on our website, on our Facebook, on our Instagram. If you like this episode and you have somebody on your list that we didn't include, Shoot us a message. Shoot us a comment. Let us know who you'd put on the list. We might agree with you. We might disagree with you. But, hey, you're interacting. So that's all we ask for. We love interacting with you guys and hearing what you guys have to say. But that's uh, that's pretty much it. Hope you guys have a good week. Stay up. Stay blessed. And as always, stay dangerous.